I discovered Stuff Smith, master of the jazz violin, through something called Minuet in Swing, recorded in the 1940s. I listened to it, possibly several hundred times, for the incredibly cornball fun and swing of it. There have been other jazz violinists that go back to that era, though not a huge number, but there was something about Smith and the way he was able to coax new sounds and invention and swing out of his instrument. It's such a personal instrument, the violin. You can really hear the player behind the instrument. It's like a horn in that way. In fact, Smith cited Louis Armstrong as a major influence. He said he used the violin bow the way a horn player uses breath control. So Smith did some wild things with it, as in these embellishments in the tune Taint No Use from the 30s. Right around then, he was playing every night in New York on 52nd Street, the storied street of jazz, with this band that was a fixture at the Onyx Club. It gives me great pleasure to bring you the new king of swing, Duff Smith. There's only one very short newsreel clip of him actually performing at the Onyx Club, but the whole band is bouncing up and down. Really, really energetic. Patrick Burke wrote about Smith in his book about the heyday of 52nd Street. They're kind of trying to show the audience, you know, this is meant to be fun, it's casual. They're not taking it all that seriously. At the same time, the music is really complex. Complexity and that celebrated, undeniable, irrefutable swing. The jazz critic Leonard Feather put it this way, there is no human being on earth or in heaven who can outswing Stuff Smith. And that is for sure. <laughs> That's the truth. For Regina Carter, one of this generation's outstanding jazz violinists, Stuff Smith was a major inspiration. To Carter, at first, just the idea of playing jazz on the violin at all was new. And I was totally just taken by, you know, the freedom and to improvise and to interpret melodies. Soon enough, she found stuff. I came across his name and then had some albums of his. And Carter was amazed at the swing and the tone, too, and that became something to emulate. Yeah, I tried. <laughs> I think so many violinists that I knew, we would always talk about, you know, how to get this sound that Stuff Smith had, um, this really dark and warm, beautiful sound. It sounded almost like a viola. Stuff Smith's full name was Hezekiah Leroy Gordon Smith, but his own forgetfulness with names, as the story goes, led him to refer to others as Stuff, and the word then stuck to him. The Ohio-born, African-American violinist played with his family's band from age 12, then did swing solos in the 1920s for dance bands before rising to great fame with his own group. Since his death 50 years ago, collectors have treasured and preserved his recorded material. And now there's a Stuff Smith Concerto. It turned up some time ago on a quarter-inch tape recorded by Smith himself as a sketch the tape fell into the hands of Dave Soldier, who was overjoyed to hear this thing. 
and took on the task of completing it using the material on the original tape. This very scratchy recording of stuff playing the melody line for a concerto that he wanted to work on. The last six minutes you can make up quite clearly, and I transcribed that. And he filled it out a little with other instruments. Smith's swing is right there on the taped sketch. Stuff can play three notes, and everybody is tapping their foot, and everybody knows where the groove is. Everybody knows it. Everybody. That includes the whole jazz community in mid-century. You can find Mr. Smith right in the center of the famous Art Kane Jazz in Harlem photo, standing in the front row between trumpeter Joe Thomas and sax master Coleman Hawkins. Smith, it should be pointed out, was also living in the era of two notable classical violinists, Fritz Kreisler and Yasha Heifetz, and was, it is said, friendly with both, with some undeniable influence in all directions. But he was born in 1909 and came of age in a time of segregation and separation. Black and white were separate. And Lauren Schoenberg, musician and music historian, reminds us that jazz and classical music as well as American and European music were separate too. Some jazz violinists play in a way that it sounds like they're playing classical violin and they're playing jazz on it. But Stuff Smith had a very American approach to the violin. What Ellington did with his compositions, what Art Tatum and Thelonious Monk did with their piano, is what Stuff Smith did with the violin. In Smith's later work from the 1950s and 60s, there's nothing old-fashioned about what he's doing. Playing with Dizzy Gillespie, Oscar Peterson, and other jazz stars of the day, with notable LPs like Have Violin, Will Swing, with a sound that Nat Hentoff said could be raw and hungry. The swing and the sound of Stuff Smith are still with us, says Regina Carter. We're passing the tradition on and taking it forward, you know. As far as like the bowing and the swing, I still very much study Stuff Smith. I want to be able to produce that feeling and that sound. As you listen to Smith on recording, digging deep into those violin strings, you can just hear him with every stroke carving out an original musical life. It's Fishko Files. I'm Sarah Fishko. I'm David Remnick, and each week on the New Yorker Radio Hour, my colleagues and I unpack what's happening in a very complicated world. You'll hear from the New Yorker's award-winning reporters and thinkers, Jelani Cobb on race and justice, Jill Lepore on American history, Vincent Cunningham and Gia Tolentino on culture, Bill McKibben on climate change, and many more. To get the context behind events in the news, listen to the New Yorker Radio Hour wherever you get your podcasts.